This podcast is brought to you by Voice and Vision, bringing help, hope, and healing to individuals, families, and communities affected by mental illness, addictions, and disabilities in southeastern Pennsylvania. Financial support for this podcast is provided by a Veterans Trust Fund grant from the Pennsylvania Department of Military and Veterans Affairs. Welcome to Untold Valor, a podcast with a unique focus on veterans, featuring stories of courage, recovery, perseverance, and strength. Listen to hear veterans share their perspectives on what it's like to battle mental health challenges, combat addictions, and overcome other adversities unique to those who have served. Back for another edition of Untold Valor and talking about uh, veteran stories and sharing information. And we're doing kind of a a legal theme this month here on the podcast. We're into season two, so if you have not yet subscribed, consider doing so so you can catch new episodes as they come out, as well as check out episodes from season one. And once again here with Reverend Ben and John S. Berry Jr. is going to be joining us again on this episode because John is also, not not only was he very accomplished in his military career uh, that he shared with us on a prior episode, so go check that out if you haven't. Uh, He also is very accomplished in his legal career. And so John uh, graduated from William and Mary and uh, went to Creighton Law School and has been helping veterans. Got a lot of stuff on here. I don't have time to read his whole bio because if, if I did, we'd have no podcast. So we're going to bring John in and just talk with him. John, welcome back. Thanks for being here, my friend. Thanks so much for having me, Mark. As always, it's an honor. Yeah, tons of stuff on here. So you you know, one of the things I really just want to dive into since, uh, like I said, you're, you're very accomplished is helping veterans. The thing that jumped out at me here is Barry Law Firm says has served over 10,000 veterans nationwide, recovering over $500 million in back pay and awards towards uh, for veterans. So, I mean, that's some massive numbers and that's some fantastic information for veterans to, to get help. Uh, we touched on that a little bit at the end of your prior episode when you were here with us about, you know, just doing something is try to get the help, right? Apply for the resources. So let's kind of make that our focus today on the podcast. Uh, how do we get help? How do we know when we need to? When's the right time? Things like that. Walk us through some of these. Sure. And it's, you know, unfortunately, it's been a very difficult path for our veterans, especially our Vietnam veterans. And I I probably should take a moment to tell you how we got here. Please. My father, yeah, my father, a Vietnam veteran, had a famous case where he defended a member of the Fifth Special Forces in a murder case and wrote a book about it called Those Gallant Men on Trial in Vietnam, where essentially uh, these men, uh, these Green Berets, these heroes were charged with murdering a double agent. So my dad uh, went in there, fought the case, ended up getting the case dismissed, and came back to private practice. And he was helping a lot of veterans with divorces and domestic assault and crimes were related to PTSD. And back then it was, you know, called shell shock. And my dad was really bothered that no one was taking care of these veterans. And no, and when the VA would deny their claims, no one was helping them. So he started doing it pro bono for, you know, this is back in the 70s, 80s. And then in the 90s, um, I was deployed and uh, he, he he started to ramp up the practice and, and worked at a place called the Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims. It's a federal court. And and so he started helping veterans appeal cases. And, and pretty soon we had a nationwide practice because he was one of the few lawyers that was doing it. And it was mostly pro bono. But the problem was a veteran would get in trouble. So he'd represent a veteran either on, like I said, a criminal matter or a divorce matter. And then he would help the veteran just get the benefits. And that was just another service that he would provide. Gotcha. And so that's where our practice began. And so, you know, one of the questions is, well, how does, how does a veteran know if they need a lawyer's help? And generally speaking, veterans are competent to file claims on their own. Mm -hmm. And of course, every county has a county veteran service officer who can help veterans file claims. And there are other services such as the American Legion and the DAV, 
you know, they'll help veterans file the claims. What we do is if the veteran is either denied service connection for a disability or they're, they get underrated, like, for instance, they should be at 100%, but they're at 20%, then we help them appeal that. Uh, there's a code of federal regulations uh, will tell you from, you know, zero to 100% what severity of conditions warrant what type of rating. And so we found that, you know, unfortunately, the VA hasn't, you know, always been right. And, and you know, on one hand, you know, the Vietnam era veterans, the VA just wasn't that big. And then, as you can imagine, with OIF and OEF, no one anticipated that we'd have a war that lasted longer than a decade and that we would have our, you know, uh, sappy plates and our, you know, and, and we'd, we'd get better at the ACH helmet, we'd replace the Kevlar helmet, and we'd have the uh, the MRAPs and vehicles that save lives, right? So we saved a lot more lives with better gear, but still a lot more injuries. And so the, the VA really wasn't prepared. And, and how could they be? No one anticipated we'd be at war for this long. And so what's happened is a lot of times, you know, veterans have come back. And unfortunately, we have not done a good job of educating our veteran population that they earned these benefits. And so unfortunately, it's a spouse that comes to us and says, you know, I want to talk to you about my husband's PTSD or a, a child or another family member because the veteran is too proud to ask. And that has always, you know, been an obstacle uh, for me. I, I, I'm an infantry guy and I, I understand, look, I, a lot of guys a lot worse off than me. I was active duty. I was reserve component. So I, I've seen it all. And I just, I think the first barrier is is wanting to ask. The second barrier is understanding the paperwork and filling out the forms. And then the third barrier is when we get involved is when the VA denies them. And it just, you know, some of these cases, uh, the VA is not looking at evidence. It's not following the law. And that's where we get in. So we handle cases at every single regional office in every uh, state or territory of the United States. We handle cases at the Board of Appeals for Veterans Claims, the Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims, and the Federal Circuit. From the Federal Circuit, it goes to the United States Supreme Court. So we help veterans at the agency level and at the federal court level. And the, the sad thing is, for several veterans, they'll file a, let me just give you an example, they'll file a claim for something like a PTSD and hearing loss. And the, the hearing loss will get granted at 10%, maybe 10% for tinnitus, which is the ringing in the ears. But they won't get service connected for the PTSD because they didn't have evidence. Then we have to go back, submit evidence, or argue that, look, this guy is a combat infantryman. He was deployed. There's a presumption that, you know, that based on his military service, that that's what caused this PTSD. Or sometimes the veteran doesn't have a diagnosis, right? So that's our biggest problem is either there's not a, a, a diagnosis of PTSD or another disability, or there's no what they call a nexus, which ties the disability to military service, right? So mm -hmm. that's part of the problem. And so what we do is we, we make that connection, we make the legal arguments, and we hold the VA accountable. Uh, that is a lot, right? So, and, and, I, and I think the the key point there when I first heard you talk about was a lot of times they just go, well, you know, I don't know where to start. I don't know how to start or what's the point of even going through this because I'm going to be denied. Often, I think many veterans just feel like right out the gate, they're just going to get shot down. Yeah. And that's not true. And in fact, it happens, but I could, I can tell you a lot of the guys that worked in the S1, I, you know, I, I know Ben might be able to tell you what it's called in the Marine Corps, but the S1 or the G1, the personnel office, they usually do pretty good at getting their claims done. But you know what? We hire those people. We love to hire the four, what we call the Army, the 42 Alphas, the uh, mm -hmm. people who know how to do the paperwork. We hire them when we hire lawyers. And, and a lot of our lawyers are veterans. In fact, 
we've got, I think it's about 33%. We've got about 115 team members, about 33% are military. We've got someone from every single branch on our team. And so part of it is, yeah, people just don't know how to do it. And so we, you know, if, if people don't know, we will help them file a claim. We don't charge money for filing claims, but, uh, but usually what we say is, look, you can file a claim on your own. You can go through your County veteran service officer. There are other ways that you can do this. And then generally we want to get involved in the appeal. Because the filing of the claim is 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 not that difficult. It's you know filling out the paperwork, uh, but developing the claim and providing the evidence later on if they get denied can be an issue. Now the VA by law has a duty to assist the veteran, which is another reason why we don't get involved in the initial stage because it's you know that's the VA's job. If a veteran files a claim, the VA has a legal obligation to help the veteran with that claim, and if the veteran is denied, to tell the veteran what evidence they need to get that claim granted. So, uh, you know, it, it should be easy, but it's not. And that's, you know, the trouble with a big uh, government bureaucracy is that as much as I think there are a lot of great people at the VA who want to help, and I know because I've hired some people who work there, right, because they've done a great job for veterans. I've had some of them call me and say, your argument is not going to win, but let me tell you what your argument will win. Because they truly want to help veterans, uh, but they're you know in some cases you know they're they're tied to their own uh, rules and and they have to follow those rules. Um, but I can tell you that once again, you know the way lawyers can be helpful in this is is identifying the legal issues, uh, helping uh, put the case together, knowing which issues to appeal. You know, in, in many ways too, depending on the financial circumstances or the age. You know, we had a bunch of World War II veterans. We had to ask the VA to expedite their claims because we said, "No, these this is America's greatest generation, and their claims have been languishing for years. That is unacceptable." And so we've had to go back and and you know sometimes we we've had to file writs with the Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims to say, you know, this case has been sitting here for three years. Why isn't it moving? So the, there are things like that that, that, that that we get involved in. But for the most part, what we do is if a veteran is denied a disability claim, we help them appeal it. And so we will tell them, hey, you know, they're saying you don't have evidence. Well, if, if there's pictures, hey, go raid the attic, right? If there's any citations, you know, people think that just because they digitize the records. That, like the military isn't losing records anymore. That's not true. Okay. So sometimes we have to rely on our clients to go back and find and find evidence or get buddy statements from people they serve with who can corroborate what happened to them. Um, but, but at the end of the day, you know, it's really about veterans helping veterans. And because we have so many veterans on our team, uh, our team was founded by my father, John Stevens Berry, uh, Vietnam veteran and, and phenomenal trial lawyer. Um, you know, that has been his mission. And so, you know, I am the next generation, the OIF, OEF generation. And uh, and so my it's an honor for me to carry on his legacy. It's always frustrating to me that that despite how much we want to help veterans, veterans have to take the initiative to file the claims. And whether they're, you know, do it themselves or contact their county veteran service officers, it's money that they have earned and they've paid for, you know, with their blood, sweat and tears. And oh, by the way, your family paid for it. Because when you deployed, you know, they suffered too. And so if they're suffering now because of your physical disability or even your PTSD, the treatment is there. Get the treatment. It's like going to sick call, right? Like if you've got a problem, go to sick call. The treatment is there from the VA. You've earned it. Get the treatment. And by the way, get the compensation. And I have veterans say, well, I don't need the compensation. Yeah. Maybe you don't. But your family member who's taking care of you, they might need the compensation. And, you know, sometimes it's not all about you. It's about taking care of your family uh, because I, I, I truly believe our families serve along with us. And, you know, uh, my second deployment, my daughter was four months old. So, you know, what my wife went through, right, while I was gone, that's pretty tough considering I had Halliburton providing me, you know, hot chow most nights 
And uh, I didn't have to worry about buying groceries or doing any laundry. Right. And I think that, you know, sometimes we forget about the families. And so part of, you know, the reason to get the benefits is to help the family. And and once again, for some of my, uh, you know, some of my fellow veterans that have a severe PTSD or, you know, severe injuries that affect their mobility, the family members are really having to suck it up and help them out. And then, and then the family members are dealing with a financial burden too. And so, you know, my message is if you're a veteran, you've earned it. Every American taxpayer should joyfully pay taxes to help veterans. Uh, this is what's protected your freedom. And as a lawyer, as a lawyer, Mark, I got to tell you, like I owe my ability to practice law because some brave men and women raised their right hand and supported mm. the Constitution of the United States, right? They're the ones that defended it that allow me to use that Constitution to help other citizens. So there would be no, you know, <laughs> free country. There would be no constitution that lawyers like to argue about right, if it right. weren't for the veteran. That's a, that's a great uh, stance to, you know, thinking about that, right? Because often we hear about uh, lawyers and the different, you know, kind of things that they kind of get in the way of or or add more uh, red tape to. So, you know, at the, at the the practice of what you're trying to do to help veterans, uh, you got to have lawyers on the inside, right? So it's great that you're actually there doing that and trying to help break down yes. some of those uh, those red tape lines. Go ahead, Ben. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, John, I was listening to you talk and, you know, I hope the veterans hear this because there are so many veterans out there who are getting Social Security who think because they get Social Security, then they're eligible for VA benefits, which is a myth. And, you know, some people just don't know that they can get these benefits. So I'm so glad that you bring this information up to the to the forefront for veterans listening in to know that they can get the benefits. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing. Yeah, it's not automatic, but generally speaking, if you're getting VA disability benefits, you can get social security as well. And it's, and, and so getting the VA benefits sometimes is the first, you know, is the first thing you need to do. But that being said, uh, you know, veterans can get both. Now, one story I wanted to share, you know, when my father started this practice and we're in, uh, we represent veterans nationwide, but our headquarters is in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, I live in Omaha and I work out of our Omaha office. And we have a large uh, homeless veteran population in Omaha. And one of the great stories I have is that a man that served in Vietnam around the same in the same areas as my father was living in in Lincoln, and uh, my father helped him get uh, service connected, 100% for disabilities. And he said, "Well, I have a buddy, and he lives under the bridge, and I know he filed his VA paperwork, you know, back when I did, you know, back in the sometime in the 1970s." And, uh, you know, he's got severe PTSD. He's got severe alcohol drug problem. His, his, you know, he's estranged from his family. He needs your help. So my dad said, bring him in. So the guy went out and uh, brought him in. And uh, my dad said, okay, I'll, I will talk to your buddy now. And so they had a conversation about what was going on. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, my dad got a hold of the file, became the, this, uh, the power of attorney, uh, which is how you get access to uh, veterans information, and figured out that this claim that this veteran had filed in the 70s was never adjudicated. And he went from being homeless and living under a bridge for you know over a decade to getting a six-figure back pay award, getting thousands of dollars a month, getting medical help, getting uh, psych treatment, and ended up buying a house getting married and getting a job. But the sad thing is he wasted over a decade of his life waiting for help after he filed the claim. And then, you know, that's a, that, hmm. that, that haunts us. Right. And I guess looking at the time, it was probably more like two decades of his life. And, 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 you know, 
he got it all back. And to us, that's the most rewarding thing. When we can give veterans their lives back, because uh, they gave us so much, right? And and I don't when I say they gave us so much, I mean I think of the commanders I had, the drill sergeants, the first sergeants, the platoon sergeants, the people I served with. They gave me so much in service. But then I also think, you know, our freedom, right? That we're part of the greatest country in the world because of what these men and women did. And for us to let them languish, to not take care of them is disgusting. Well, John, that's a great place to uh, talk about some resources. Let's talk about some things we can share with listeners of the podcast who maybe don't know uh, the next avenue or the best avenue to take. Uh, you guys have a, a great YouTube channel. There's a lot of different resources that you ha- you offer as well. Uh, so talk to us about some of those to maybe uh, help folks out. Sure. So uh, our, our website is ptsdlawyers.com, as in post-traumatic stress disorder. So ptsdlawyers.com, or if we want to go phonetic alphabet, papa, tango, sierra, delta, <laughs> lawyers.com, um, or call us 888-883-2483. We also have a YouTube channel with several videos on it. The YouTube page is at Barry Law Veterans. Okay. So a lot of good resources there uh, for folks to check out. We'll always have resources at the end of the podcast as well. Uh, any, I mean, you've, you've shared so much on your two episodes here with us uh, with a lot of resources. Anything that you'd like to kind of chime in from this, from the legal side that maybe uh, veterans out there that are struggling with, whether it's just how to ask for help or, or when's the best time? We've covered some of that, but anything I might have missed or that you think would be really you know, kind of important for uh, veterans struggling with some legal aspects? Yeah, first of all, file your claims, right? So go to va.gov, go to your local VA regional office. They have a duty to assist you. Go to your county veteran service office, uh, but get that claim filed. And, you know, if you have a disability and you were and you were honorably discharged, by God, you've earned it. Please, please, please do it for the other veterans. Because look, if you've been in the military, you know how it works right with budgets and forecasting. And I think there's this misconception amongst veterans that if I get mine, my buddy can't get his. No. In fact, if you get yours, more veterans can get theirs. Mm. Right. So, you know, it's with, with anything with government budgets. It's one of those things where the more people that actually use the resource, the more will be available. And so if but if any veteran that has filed a claim and you've been denied, Barry Law, we're happy to help. Once again, PTSDlawyers.com or call us 888-883-2483. We are veterans serving veterans. We've got about 35 veterans on our team, and that's about a third of our team. We need other people to do other things, unfortunately. Look, if I could get all veterans, I would have all veterans. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's tough to find the one percenters because that's one percent of our population yeah. has actually served in the military. Yeah. But yeah, if you need, like I said, the main thing is if the VA denies you or you don't get the percentage, appeal it, appeal it. The VA is often wrong. And that's where we come in. If the VA did not give you the rating you earned or the, you know, or the correct percentage, or if you have uh you can't work because of your VA disability, uh, give us a call, send us an email, um, let us know you need help appealing your claim. We're happy to step in. And if we can't help you and there may be other resources that you need, we can direct you to those resources as well. But our mission is to get veterans all the VA disability benefits they've earned so that they can go back and do other great things in their community and keep serving. Well, fantastic. John, thank you so much for taking out time for your busy schedule to talk with us here on the podcast. Uh, ben, thanks for being here as always, as as always, as well. Uh, there's just so much to take in, right? So much great information on the podcast. So we always appreciate it. Uh, and again, reach out to the different resources. We'll have those listed in the show notes again, so you can follow that up uh, if you didn't catch it as it went first went by. Ben, thanks for being here, my friend. 
Hey, thank you very much. And thank you very much, John. I guess we could now say that uh, at Barry Law, there's no man left behind. Absolutely. No man left behind. Rangers lead the way. There All you right, go. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, John. Have yourself a great day. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify. This is Untold Valor. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Untold Valor by Voice and Vision. We hope you found the information and resources discussed today helpful. As always, thank you for listening and for your support. Remember to stay connected with us through our various social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Don't forget to visit the website, voiceandvisioninc.org. That's voiceandvisioninc.org, where you can sign up for our blog and find free resources and information on upcoming events, webinars, workshops, and get support. You can also access our free help and hope guide for individuals and families struggling with substance use and addiction. If someone you know is struggling, please reach out for help because you and your life matter. Remember, the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline is available to you at any time by dialing 988. We are all ambassadors of hope and recovery. And if you want to share your story, please contact us. Compere Corps is also looking for veteran mentor volunteers and veteran participants. To find out more information about Compere Corps, please call 610-541-0790. That's 610-541-0790. You can find all the links and contact information for the resources mentioned on today's episode by checking the description and the show notes section of your app. Thank you again for tuning in and for your support. Until next time, this has been Untold Valor.